Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. and welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. Well, over the last year, if you haven't heard something about the mental health efforts that we're doing here in Summit County, either you've been living under a rock or I've been doing a really bad job because I think we've got the word out there quite a bit. But today, we're this month and next month, really March through May, we're kind of hitting a, a rough one-year anniversary. So I brought in Aaron Newman and Ollie Wilder from the Park City Community Foundation, and we're just going to kind of recap everything we've done so far, catch anybody up to speed if they don't know much about the Alliance or want to learn more, and then we're also going to touch just a little bit on some of the things we have coming up. How are you guys doing today? Great. Great, thanks. Fantastic. So just to remind everyone, give us a short introduction on who you are and what your position is within the Alliance. I'm Ollie Wilder. Uh, I work with Park City Community Foundation, and I was essentially the startup convener for the Summit County Mental Wellness Alliance, and now um, basically a, a member of various committees. He's also very uh, modest. He's one of the original founders. We He's have to put founder, that in, an original father. committee chair and everything else. And then I'm Aaron Newman. Um, I serve as director of the Summit County Mental Wellness Alliance and then coordinator for Summit County's mental wellness and substance abuse programs. Let's dive right into it now, talking about what we've accomplished so far. As I mentioned before, things kind of got kick-started in the previous fall, but then really last spring, things were gathered together and all these different processes that were already going on were kind of put into motion together and got some congruency going on. So let's talk about that beginning last spring. Well, really, it even goes a little before that because it was in late 2016 that we started to scheme a way to get the community to really work on the bigger problems of mental health and substance abuse. And so in January 2017 was the first time that we convened the steering committee of the Summit County Mental Wellness Alliance. That committee then pretty quickly realized that we had to have a bunch of task forces to work on really specific parts of this problem. Um, and so uh, pretty soon there were about six or seven or eight uh, different task forces working on different uh, parts of this. And then around April, I think, Aaron was hired uh, yep. thanks to some funding from the county and the city. Uh, and, uh, and he was able to, to give us even more firepower in terms of making sure we were staying on task and getting things done. And one of the early commitments we made to the county was, we'll bring you back a strategic plan, at least a preliminary one, in time for your budget hearings for the following year. So by September, we had achieved that and we brought forth a preliminary strategic plan and there's a whole bunch of work that's coming out of that now. Aaron, I don't know if you want to say a few words about some examples or things that are happening. No, I think it's really amazing just how far we've come in such a short time. Um, yeah, you joke. I just checked my watch. It'll be six days, my one-year anniversary <laughs> with this. But the amount of work, really, it's it's only possible because of how many community members we have engaged in this process. And this really isn't something where it's the health department doing it. It's the whole community coming together to, to, with the strategic plan and to keep it an active and live document. Some of the really kind of early wins we've had, A, is just the fact that the group has stayed together. I think that's a huge, huge aspect with that. But then also, we've been able to more concrete provide a tele-assessment system within our jail 
to help reduce the time of getting someone um, from crisis into treatment from upwards of a couple days sometimes to about an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. And we're really proud of that aspect. We've also begun work within the schools with the CTC program and bring Mary Krista Smith on board to help coordinate all of that, as well as aspects with parent education. We've been working with the local healthcare industry to see how can we have more enticing options here to bring practitioners to Summit County and have them open up shop here to help reduce those wait times and get more engaged with that. So we've had a lot of great things. And then we, we always, I joke with this, kind of have a lot of great things happening that's all over in the media. And then we hit a plateau and then we'll start going up again. We're definitely in one of those plateaus. So if people haven't heard too much about what's going on, that's why. We're still here. We are. We're still here, <laughs> but we're getting a lot of that foundational work for that next set, that next phase of implementation coming forward. And we've also had a number of events and I don't want to leave anyone out. So we'll just do a quick recap of some of the things we've done. We had our event that I, I believe was kind of your first official, not yet hired, but interested meeting that we did in March. Mm -hmm. And then we had the mental wellness solutions event that took place in April. And then since then, there's been obviously mental health month that connects spearheads and then a number of efforts through the county and a variety of organizations. So the frontline blue line events mm -hmm. that the sheriff's department has held a number of events in schools for parent nights we've done through the health department. And like I mentioned, other organizations. So we've really been out there in a variety of different capacities going back to what we kind of in the beginning asking, you know, if you haven't heard about us yet, you probably have. You Maybe you just didn't know it was part of the alliance because there's a lot of different pieces moving here all towards the same goal, but not necessarily all under the same house. And one of the things, too, I think helps with that is we're not only doing this in the English world. We have a strong Latino Affairs Committee doing trainings, doing outreach within our Spanish-speaking communities. Um, Eric Escoval chairs that committee, and he's been very active in doing QPR trainings in Spanish and reaching out. So we have that prevention element also happening in the event world. And that's definitely another important one to bring up, not only the involvement we have with the Latino community, but also just the QPR trainings we've been doing in general in a variety of organizations and just with the general public. Mm -hmm. So... Jumping off of that, talking about QPR, I'm interested to hear what each of you would consider the single greatest success we've had over the past year with the Alliance. Ollie, we'll start with you. To me, really, the greatest success is the number of people and institutions involved and the fact that they're sticking with it. So we've got well over, I'd say, 150 people who are serving on committees, on task forces who are involved in an ongoing way. And they represent at least 40 institutions, probably more. And some folks are even are just participating as individuals or as family members. But all, there are all kinds of people at the table who can make a difference and who are working to make that difference. And that's critical because we need everybody working on this. This is not a piecemeal problem. Like we can't solve this by just tackling one little piece or one other piece. We need everybody to be working systematically together to make this difference. And that's something that our health director, Rich Bolo, said from the start when we first started putting things together was that this can't be a health department thing or even a county thing. This has to be a community thing. And I think we've taken some pretty large inroads into making it such and getting the involvement and buy-in of the community a large in a number of organizations. And I think one thing I would add to what Ali said is the fact that we continually are growing our east side participation. A lot of this started out while we wanted this to be a county effort. It really was Park City heavy at the beginning, but we're getting more and more of that engagement as we're getting out there through the events, through the programs. Um, for me personally, um, I do feel some of our greatest successes, and, and I, I joke about this a little bit, was 
how forward thinking we were with the strategic plan. A lot of different elements that we identified and put in the strategic plan when we wrote it are now the state has acted on and we were ahead of the game. Um, this is past legislative session. They passed a bill about needing a crisis response center, um, having a crisis response team, coming up with a centralized hub that Ed Rutan and Connect have been working on so a person can call in and find all these services. So these things that we knew and identified early on have now become legislative mandates. That's a good thing and I feel really proud of the fact that we as a community realized these are key issues before it had to become a legislative issue. Definitely. So going along with talking about being forward thinking and the planning we've done, what's the expression about the best laid plans? There have been a few definitely challenges that we've been able to adapt to. And actually, I think, as you mentioned, Aaron, have kind of shifted our focus and helped us to improve overall with kind of our some of our strategic goals. So why don't we talk about some of those changes that we've seen from where we initially started a year ago? Well, I would say one of the challenges that, that I wasn't aware of when we started, but that became clear was that early funding for a coalition building effort like this is not that easy to come by. And yet it's critical because we wouldn't be able to have somebody like Aaron pushing us along if somebody hadn't put up some money for that. Um, but it's it sounds a little vague to folks. It's like, oh, you're going to do some planning. Come back to me when you know what you're doing. Um, so we're really lucky that, the, that Summit County, the Summit County Council had the vision and Park City Municipal their city council had the vision to provide early funding that helped this get off the ground. And then we also had an amazing gift come from the CEO of Vail Resorts, uh, Rob Katz and his wife, Ilana Amsterdam. They put in a very large donation that actually has is funding our Communities That Care program, also known as CTC, that's really focused on youth and prevention. And that allowed us to hire Mary Krista Smith as the coordinator for that. And really, if you don't have people pushing the ball down the field, you're, you're just not gonna get anywhere. So having some key institutions and some very generous people make those early, really visionary gifts was critical to this actually being able to move. And I think when we talk about the, the hurdles, one of the ones that just, I don't think anyone really understood how big of a hurdle it was gonna be is finding new practitioners. As we look at our access and capacity and expanding those things, the County Council graciously funded one to two new positions in Camas and Colville for mental health. We've had those advertised since January 1st. And it's really hard to get someone, not because they don't wanna live up here or they're paid necessarily, but they're in such demand. If you're a licensed clinical <laughs> practitioner and you happen to speak Spanish, you can easily draw in six figures now because of the need all across the country for those positions. So finding how can we now supplement that, and we talked about earlier, is this something we can start to use now with telemed and telehealth to help supplement those issues? So that, that is a, a hurdle, but it's one hurdle that's not unique to our situation. It's the whole nation is facing that. One other lesson that I think we've, we learned early on was that th these issues of mental health and substance use have been around for a long time. And people felt, I think, somewhat powerless to do something about it. And for a long time, I'm not sure the time was right to really do something about it. But things started to come together. Summit County Health Department was working along with Valley Behavioral Health and also Connect Summit County to do a survey of the needs. And so the needs started to crystallize, which gave the county council the excuse to ask the health department to start doing something about it. The fact that other partners were ready to go and that also the fact that we have now an organization like Connect Summit County, which is really about advocating for better mental health services in the community. Not many communities have 
an organization like that. And the fact that we do helped position us and got really got people, I think, got the laid the groundwork for us to be able to do this at all. And then very sadly, it also did take a precipitating event. You had the two young boys who died from use of synthetic opioids. And that was a shock to the community. All these other things were starting to line up. And so we were able to say this time we can do something about it. We can help prevent this in future. And it's going to take a long time, but we start now. And going with that, when things, when we talked about starting out with things and it was really, everybody was kind of all in and roles were shifting and pretty vague, um, which was a great thing because we had a ton of buy-in and I think we still do moving forward now that things have kind of shaken out. But I wanted to ask, how have your roles changed and evolved in the past year from kind of starting out where we weren't sure what this thing was and how it was going to function and who was going to be driving certain, certain parts of it now to the structure that we have today? Park City Community Foundation was asked really um, by the by our superintendent of schools, Ember Conley, to see what could be done to make this a really community-wide process. So we immediately came to the uh, Rich Bullo here at the health department, along with uh, Nan Worrell of the city council and a couple of other people. We, we got together and said, are we ready? Can we do something? And I said, if you guys are in on this, I'm willing to be the startup convener. And so I really helped with that small group of people and then gradually growing. We were figuring out who needs to be at the table. Who, how can we get this started? So I really think of myself as having been that startup convener and, and helping move that process forward. But what's interesting is that once Aaron was hired, he was a real godsend to me because that meant that I could step back a little bit from the day-to-day -day coordination activities and play a slightly different role. So now I'm sitting still on several committees. We at the Community Foundation have started a mental wellness fund. So if someone wants to give philanthropic dollars to this general effort, they can do it through us. And, uh, you know, we're trying to keep our eye on the big strategic goals because we're not the specialists in this field, but we do have a general sense of what needs to happen. And so we keep our eye on the big picture. Yeah, I think realistically, not a lot has changed in my role. I mean, on paper, yes. There's a lot more been added to it. But if you step back, really, it's about helping empower the community move forward with the strategic plan that was developed. It's not the health department making sure the plan is done. It's the community. And as in that role, it's making sure that we have people matched up with their skills. We have people helping support our needs through all the different committees that are really doing a lot of that groundwork. I do think one area where we we are seeing more with my position changing is a little more office time versus being out there as that coalition building because we have a strong coalition that we've developed. So now some of my time is getting more with how do I support the drug court initiatives? How do I help support um, Valley Behavioral Health, who's the county's mental health provider? Um, how do I ensure that we have communication taking place between Intermountain Healthcare, University of Utah, and our local practitioners? So a lot more of that aspect. And in the beginning, I know that was a major part of you getting things started was just going around and having lunches and any other meetings with everybody from all the municipalities all across the county. Yeah, 20 pounds later. <laughs> it's gone now, though. And I know you can't see him on radio, but he looks great in case anyone's wondering. So on the flip side of that, looking at the community, uh, obviously we talked about this as a process that's going to be ongoing and moving forward. This isn't something that we start and stop, but it's something we want that's keyword sustainable, and I've got air quotes, but that's really what we're going for is something long-term that we can put in place and have a process that will survive past any of us being here and being around to participate in it. But in this first year, I'd still, I'm still curious to talk about some of the victories 
and just the changes in the community as far as support, uh, reduction in stigma, and just overall awareness of what our goals are. I'm going to give another shout out to the nonprofit Connect Summit mm -hmm. County because they were saying before we ever started this process that stigma was one of the key issues. It stops people from asking for help when they need it and the rest of us aren't as understanding as we need to be. So they really primed the pump for that mm -hmm. conversation to happen. And I think the fact that we now have an official Summit County Mental Wellness Alliance says something very public about this being something you don't have to hide from. This is an issue that we all want to address. We want First, we want to acknowledge it. It's real. People struggle with certain things. We can support them. We can help prevent bad things from happening. And so I think that there has been a change. I think that people are now seeing there is a place to talk about this. It's not something to hide. Yeah, I mean, when, when you s listen to KPCW and you hear interviews with either the school board members or the different superintendents, whether it's Dr. Shad Sorensen from South Summit, Jerry Holmes, or Dr. Amber Connolly or Dr. Ben Belknap, they're bringing up mental wellness in what they're talking about. They're making reference to it in their uh, reports on the school districts. When you have members of the school board talking about it, they're constantly bringing up concerns and issues of mental wellness. That's new to our community, and that's a change in how we view everything, and that's a positive change on how we as a community have come together on this. And I think also, as you, it's we still have the stigma. We have a long ways to go on the stigma. But people aren't afraid to bring up the topic anymore. It's not this taboo, we need to be in this closed door setting and talking we're in, with the lights off and the blinds drawn. On the couch. Exactly. It's more of something where people can be at coffee and start talking about it. Or they'll read something in the paper about a program that's going on and they'll start asking their friends, hey, have you heard about this? Or have you heard about this? And we're seeing that dialogue happening in the community. And I think that right there is a huge win for us as what we're looking at keeping this momentum going. And on the flip side of that, talking about keeping the momentum going, let's look ahead now. We spent all our time in the rear view, but moving forward in the next year, five years, and 10 years, what are some goals and outcomes, the ideal situation that we're striving for? Well, in the, in the next five years, it's achieving the objectives and the means that we outlined in the strategic plan. Our five goals, quite frankly, are going to be our five goals for, for up to that 10 years, if not longer, because they're meant to be. We want to achieve them. But the real, realistically, we're always going to be trying to improve upon them. Um, we've got the strategic plan right now. Our first check-in is July 1st, where our first phase will be completed. With a, We've got a lot of great things happening with that. But it's also, as I said earlier, it's a lot of that foundational work. It's that getting things set for that next phase two, phase three, phase four. So what, what's mental health going to look like in 10 years? Hopefully, for me, it simply comes down to we've been able to address the wait times. We've been able to go from upwards of a 140-day wait period down to 10 or less. That'll be a huge victory for us as a community. We've, we've increased prevention services within the schools. We've explored new and creative ideas that allow us to have that therapy, instant crisis access, whether that's through an app on your mobile device, it's through teleassessment, it's through having a specially designed crisis response team. Whatever that's gonna look like, we're able to respond in a crisis situation. And not just by sending all the fire trucks over to someone's house in crisis, but to have that professionally trained team that can go in and be somewhat discreet. I'm just glad that you asked a question that included the words 10 years. And that's because I think it's been really important from day one of this process to not think that this could be a big fix. If you're going to make systemic, sustainable change, it's going to take a long time. So I think we all just need to stick with it for that long term and make it happen.
So wrapping things up now, talking about everything we talked about and everything that's going on with the Alliance for people who have been involved or for people who have no idea what we're talking about, what's the single most important thing you want them to take away from this conversation if they hear it? I would say this is something that all of us can be involved in. We all have a role to play in terms of laying the foundation for a really positive environment for better mental wellness across the whole county. It's going to take commitment on all of our parts, but what's great is there's finally a place to do something about this. Everybody knows someone who has struggled with some of these issues. Now we can help prevent things, we can help provide the treatment folks need, or we will be able to. At least there are things happening and there are things, there are ways people can get involved. Yeah, I mean, realistically, this is a community issue. And so long as it remains a community initiative and we have the community seeking their own solutions and helping guide those solutions, that's the key message for all the work we're doing with Strategic Plan and with the Alliance. Well, Ollie and Aaron, thank you both for joining us again today and thank you for all the work you've done over the past year. Thank you. Thank you. And we just want to remind people that if you're looking for more information about the Mental Wellness Alliance, the online home for that is summitcountyhealth.org slash mental health. If you go there, you can sign up for our email newsletter, which goes out monthly and has continual updates about programs and events going on. You can also find other resources there, such as CTC information, our strategic plan, and more information about the safety. UT app and any other numbers that you might need in a crisis or any other time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.